0: Well, hello again and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my gorgeous, intelligent, wonderful, very hardworking... <laughs> Disney pop song, love and wife and co-host, Michelle.
1: Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody.
0: So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode, well, a portion of this episode on Sunday, (laughs) September 18th, which is the date it drops. Right. This Uh, portion. is Yes. (laughs) However, we also recorded a portion and we talked a little bit about it last week because we recorded it last week on Saturday, September 10th. And there's going to be a one little small portion of that segment that you're going to see was a little bit dated because there was some news Reference to exactly what we were talking about <laughs> in that show that came know, out at D twenty three Expo like within a couple hours after we finished recording it
1: yeah that was hilarious yeah we'll talk yeah. more
0: about that after we get done with this segment That's where the it's Disney funny.
1: execs listen to us right even before we drop
0: they they somehow they have bugged our microphones yes. they, you know they're, they're they've put a camera somewhere in our studio
1: they know we are full of great ideas that must be it or
0: our guests are full of great ideas That's either way too. one yes. way or the other for sure. Um, but yeah, you, you may be able to pick it out of the, of the segment when you listen to it, but if not, we'll definitely talk about it once we wrap up that portion that we recorded last week. So it should be a lot of fun
1: either way. Now that we've totally confused people. Well,
0: welcome to my world, (laughs) the land of confusion. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. The very best place to find us is on our own website hyperionadventurespodcast.com and while you're there we would be
1: honored if you subscribe to our newsletter
0: please sign up for the newsletter Michelle's doing a great job with it it's just a great way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world another great way is to follow us on social media we're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast Facebook, Instagram and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast if you are on Facebook come on over and join us for some good positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group
1: yeah as I say every weekend it's the best group they really are wonderful and we love the interaction. Yeah a lot
0: of fun things going on there just a, po- a lot of positivity being shared there and that's right. just all it's about. It could be Disney stuff, it could be general life stuff, whatever mm-hmm. as long as it's positive. We are all about it on that Facebook group. Uh, we are also on YouTube. If you want to find us there, just do a quick search for Hyperion adventures podcast, hit subscribe. You'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion adventures podcast at gmail.com.
1: That's right. We'd love to hear from you. Any, uh, suggestions, ideas, questions, let us know if you are getting the newsletter and you'd like to see some things change up. Let, let us know that too. Trying to put, uh, some of the the next week's upcoming events in there as well or some additional tips from time to time so but if there's anything else you'd like to see in the newsletter let us know yes and here's something i
0: want to put out to people that i'd like them to respond to us on on whether it be on social media through the gmail account or whatever I was just getting up this morning and thinking about the date and realizing that we had not started any of our nominations yet for the Hyperion Adventures Disney Hall of Fame. Hmm. So we're a little bit behind on that. So I was curious on what people thought. Should we go ahead and get started on that? Get it going now and kind of rush it to the end? Should we skip this year? Maybe make it a a, a semi-annual thing where it's every two years or something along those lines? I'd like to know your feelings on that. Right now, I'm still thinking about pushing things out, but if you have a different idea if you think it might be better to postpone it do another year i'd love to hear what you have to say about that
1: yeah we really would like it again we want this to be something fun for you all
0: right for sure so please reach out to us and let us know your thoughts on that i'd love to hear what you what you think um and we'll see what how what the conclusion is and decide how we'll move forward Uh, Also, there are some great ways to help support this show in various different means and you can get some great swag out of it at the same time. The first and easiest way is just to go straight to our Spreadshirt shop where we have all sorts of different items. Yes, shirts, but also things like mugs, water bottles, hats. Uh, joggers, all sorts of fun stuff there with our various different logos. If you want to find us there, uh, you can just go to Spreadshirt.com and do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast, or you can go to any of our social media profiles, and we have a Linktree uh, account right there. You can just click on that Linktree. It'll lead you to a page that has a link straight to our Spreadshirt shop page. Yeah. Yeah. I like the new joggers you got. Those are yeah, good. Those are cool. I'm going to be very comfortable in those yes. as I'm lounging around the house. They will not be used for jogging, probably.
1: <laughs> more like
0: loungy. They should call them loungers. Yeah. <laughs> what that a great is idea. More likely even what even I will like. be using them for. Uh, but they do look very comfortable, and I'm looking forward to uh, trying those out for sure. Also, our new—I got a new uh, hashtag. Real men love frozen mm-hmm. hat, and yeah, that looked that pretty good really too. Nice. I like that yeah. one too. So you that, look good I'm, in it. Oh, so good thanks. fit for you. Thanks. Oh, and we have the dry fit shirts now as right. well for with our logos. So uh, check all that out, all news or sorts of new stuff coming to the Spreadshirt shop all the time. Uh, another great way to get some swag out of it and help us out is to become a Patreon member of this show. All you got to do is go to patreon.com slash Hyperion Adventures podcast, find the tier that's right for you. We have tiers starting as low as $2 per a month. And as soon as you sign up for that, we start getting out some swag to you in that way. And guess what? we have a new Patreon member Ooh-hoo, this week. Yay. Yeah, so one of the things you also get when you join up is a Patreon shout-out. Yeah. And so here's our shout-out to new Hyperion Adventures Patreon member, Donna in Georgia. Uh, thanks for coming along on the ride with us. Yeah, we really appreciate it. It means so much, and thank you. Yeah, so and we'll be getting your swag out to you right. very, very soon this week, as a matter of fact, Donna. So thank you so very much. Uh, now, before we like to get to the week that we have coming up for you, all the content that we have. We kind of like to take a look back at the week that was because you know we tend to focus sometimes on the negative things for this week. But this is the show all about positivity. So we like to focus on the positive things from the week that was with our My Favorite Thing from This Week segment. And before I get to that, I need to go back two weeks because as I was going through the notes and doing the show last week, I had gotten some my favorite things from that week from a couple of our listeners that I skimmed over and forgot to get out there. So, oh, wow. so we're going to get those out this week. So <laughs> this is my favorite thing from two weeks ago from a couple of our listeners, starting with Tony, the Disney dad, who said, my favorite thing from this week, two weeks ago, was my Magic Band Plus is here. 21 days to go until my first Walt Disney World 50 trip this fall I guess it's only fourteen or seven days to go. Yeah. I don't know, Tony, but uh,
1: congratulations! That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I, I skipped over that too. I thought we had done it. Maybe we had put the notes down. I to put talk the about notes down, yeah. but I, I got caught up in you know in my brain the way
0: it works. The land of confusion, as I was mentioning <laughs> earlier. Uh, Just skimmed right over it. So our apologies, Tony. And also our apologies to Scott in Minnesota, who said, my favorite thing from this week is after two and a half years of online school, basically her entire middle school career, my daughter started in-person classes again in high school. Wow. She is so excited. She is quite literally jumping for joy. And he posted a picture of her jumping Uh, for joy. So that was nice. Awesome. That's cool. So I had to backtrack for those yeah. because I, I, I feel badly when I miss somebody's my favorite thing from right, that week. Right, But let's move forward to this last week and our favorite things from this week. And when we do this segment, well, we always start with Michelle because she's awesome, great, <laughs> all things fantastic in the world. You know she has, does the best research. You're going about to hear she has the best lists, but she almost always has the best, my favorite thing from this week. So Michelle, what is your favorite thing from this week?
1: Well, you know, I think my favorite thing from this week, um, and again, like I say, every week, there's several things I could choose, but actually I think was my excitement from this week too, is that we, secured a recording date with the Dillos. Oh, yes. With Jen and Frank to uh, record. They're going to they kind of be coming on one of our shows in the near future, and we set a date to record, so I'm very excited about that. Always love to have time chatting with the Dillos, and we know they do great things uh, on their podcast and when they're on our podcast. Yeah, podcasts. it's been
0: too long since we've had them on. Yeah. And, um, it'd be great great to have them on again, yes, of course. so uh, excited. Theme Park Thursday, the podcast with Dillos. Those mm-hmm. um, They just got recently done with a Disney cruise. It was Frank's first Disney cruise ever. And it was Jen's first in like 10 years or right. something like that. And we're going to talk to them all about that and mm-hmm. find out more about their experience. So that'll be fun. So we're yeah. looking forward to recording with them for sure. That, right. Yeah, that is yeah. cool. Thanks. Yeah. What
2: about
0: you? I had a couple things from this week. First of all, I started my new job yeah. this week. Um, it's a new job, new challenge. I'm working in a hospital now, so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So um, enjoying it, and uh, you know, it's a little intimidating, but it's also you know fun to be learning new things right. and trying out something new. So I'm excited for that. The other thing is that we saw our first gator this last week <laughs> in our little <laughs> lake that's behind our house. We have a gator in our lake now. We were, it's so funny because we were just meeting with some friends and, and you know, brought up like, have you seen a gator yet? And we're like, no, no. And Michelle's like, oh, you, I lived here for so long and never saw a gator. And then that night I know. we're getting up from dinner and I'm looking out and there's a gator
1: in our lake. I know. It's so funny. And it it's, you know, we call it a lake. It really is. It's barely a pond. It's, it's barely a <laughs> concept of a pond. <laughs> It's about 6% of a pond. Right, you know? exactly. <laughs> it is tiny. It's not really a lake. You know, it's, like, a lake. it's a little when, lake. Uh, well, not in Florida. No, when but... When you're in Florida, a lake I'm is I'm from a California. Lake. It's a, a lake. giant lake. Yeah, <laughs> a lake, you, you could stand on one end of the lake and not see the other end of the lake, you know, all the yeah, way across. No, it's not so, like that no. lake. No, this is
0: very... The, this, where we live used to be a golf course. It's a water hazard. Right. It's a former water That's hazard it. is what it so is. It's very small, but
1: it's a waterway. So we like that. But yeah, that was funny. But yeah. So we, we we have our first gator, which is yeah. funny
0: because it just was after the, it was that day after the conversation. Right. So that was funny. So that was kind of my favorite thing. At the same time, it's like, okay, yeah, there's a gator there. That's cool to see. We're going to get the gator out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, It's a little gator. We yeah. don't want it to, to get a big, be a big gator. So. Right. Right. So anyway. <laughs> Moving on to this week's stuff. We got lots of stuff for you this week, including our our main segment is going to be a really long segment because it's all about music and we have a lot of songs that we're going to play and some great conversation uh, with some wonderful guests. So we're excited for that. But I also am going to tell you a little bit about the Walt Disney Company and how they had a nice week at this year's big award ceremony for television excellence. I'll share that with you as well. But enough about that, we're excited for this segment. Great friends coming on with us. Let's go ahead and get to our main topic of the week. we've been looking forward to getting back together with this couple for so long they've become great friends of ours for uh, over the last few years, um, they always are interacting with us, uh, right. whether it be through our various shows, whether it be the Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group, but they are just such great Disney fans and such wonderful people. And so we're happy to have uh, Jonathan and Camille Cotton and their daughter, Lorelai, come and join us once again here on the Hyperion Adventures podcast. Welcome back.
2: Woohoo <laughs> Thank you.
3: Yeah, thanks for having us on. We're excited to be here
0: so great to have
1: you uh, with us once again, don't you think, Michelle? Oh my gosh, yes. And I just, you know, first of all, very appreciative you're taking time out of your busy schedules to join us. And, you know, we know that you're, in addition to being Disney fans, music fans, and excited to have you here for a top five music topic too.
3: Absolutely. I'm really excited to be on a music episode finally.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Plus your first top five list with us. So that'll be a lot
0: of fun. Yes. It's an honor. And you know, these tend to go a little bit, uh, maybe not exactly as planned, even if we really actually ever have a plan, (laughs) but (laughs) it's always a lot of fun to see how these things shake out. So for today's topic, what we're going to do is, well, we all love our Disney songs, of course, you know, you think of all the great Disney songs that are out there, but one thing you may note is that when you get to the credits and the post, you know, when when the, the, the movie's all over, that they tend to do these songs with a maybe a pop star version of it, right. more of a pop version, something they're kind of hoping will hit the charts, even though a lot of times, as we've seen like from Encanto, that some of the songs uh, <laughs> that will come out will hit the charts that are within it, but we kind of thought we'd look at some of those songs that are more the pop versions, you know, the credits versions of these songs. So uh, we're going to do, as we normally do, our top five lists that usually don't end up being just five. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Or just one list. (laughs) Or Maybe just two lists, but this will be a lot of fun. So uh, thanks again. Uh, We're happy to have you guys with us. And we're going to go ahead and start with you. Uh, Camille, we'll start with you first. Yeah, the pressure is on. What is your fifth favorite Disney pop version of a song?
4: Okay, well, no pressure. I'm going first. Um, (laughs) I think I should explain my thinking about the songs I chose before I go into my list. Sure, sure. Like there are a few ways you could think about or kind of explain what a pop version of a song could be. But the criteria I used was, if the song played in the movie, and one of the characters sang it, and then a pop star did a version that played in the credits. Yeah, so I gave myself pretty strict parameters. All I have to say, my number five is all is found by Casey Musgraves from Frozen 2. Until the river is finally crossed,
5: he will never feel the solid ground.
0: You know, hashtag real men love frozen, so you know I, I love that. I was that. gonna say that for yeah. you, Tom, but I'm I appreciate that. No, that's great. That's a great
1: version. I yeah. love that very
0: much. It was on my honorable mentions.
1: Yeah, yeah, I yeah. kind of figured you'd be doing the the frozen thing for sure, so <laughs> Me <laughs> about? No way, it. not Tom. I love it. No, no, We're no. off to a yes. great start. No, that's this
0: is right, fantastic. a great intro. Yes. <laughs> Very nice choice, Camille. Very nice choice. Uh, anything else you want to say about the song or?
4: Well, you know, I actually had never listened to a Casey Musgrave song before I heard this mm-hmm. version. Yeah. And I was really, her voice is so ethereal and just draws you in. And it's the perfect voice, I feel like, for this song. Mm-hmm. Right? And I actually like it even better than the version from the movie, which says a lot about it. I think. Yeah. yeah,
0: that does yeah. say a lot. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's a couple of these that I do like better than the, the version within the film. But right. um, yeah, hit and miss on those. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. So, that's great. So nice choice. Yeah. Nice choice. Yes, that good is, start. Good that start. That is Camille's number five <laughs> favorite pop version of a Disney song. Let's go to Jonathan. Jonathan, what is your fifth
3: favorite? All right. Coming in at number five, I've got Remember Me by Miguel and Natalia LaFourcade.
6: Remember me. For I will soon be gone. Remember me. And let the love we have live on And
5: know that I'm with you The only way that I can be So until you're ready
3: Just really reminds me of uh, being in California Adventure in the fall when everything's kind of going on for Dia More los Muertos. Right. Um, so kind of this time of year, Lorelei's really been on a cocoa kick lately. Mm, so when nice. this one comes on, um, yeah, just reminds me of being in the parks, making me miss being down there uh, during kind of Halloween time.
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially now, have you seen from the Oogie Boogie Bash oh, yeah. uh, what they're what they're doing there? It's it's yes that's crazy. Yeah. So uh, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, one of the I- things. I, we're yeah. hoping that they'll start I mean they have a little bit of cocoa obviously at Walt right. Disney World but we'd miss how much cocoa they used to have at Disneyland Resort especially at this yeah. time of year so that's great so uh
2: great choice yeah
1: and that's such a great movie one that you always remember that first time you saw it right and how mm-hmm. emotional yeah. <laughs> emotional <laughs> yeah
0: still makes me emotional no, when I, I watch know. it but then what doesn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right another great choice yes. I, I think we got a lot to live up to here Michelle and so we might as well get to what usually tends to be the best list
2: <laughs> you know she has the best
0: research she definitely has the best tips but she's bound to have the best <laughs> top five pop version of Disney songs list. Michelle what is your number five
1: okay my number five uh, it goes back a little bit um, but I just love it is uh, True to Your Heart by Stevie Wonder in 98 Degrees I
2: I oh, when you know it's on your side and set you free I can do that for you if you believe in me One second guess what feels so right Just trust your heart and you
1: Just I just, I don't know. There's just something about that song and, you know, well, in that movie is is very, you know, I feel a lot of connection with that movie a lot of times. And I just feel like, um, you know, Stevie Wonder, you can't get better than that in anything. So Stevie Wonder and a boy band, you cannot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> show it better than that. That is a good combination <laughs> right there. I love it. Yeah. That's yeah. A great choice. Thank you. So we're at your yeah, We love that band. one. Yeah, yeah, right. That's a good one.
0: That's a good one for sure. Uh, for my number five, um, well, I'm I i can not get through this episode. Well, you know, I'm going to mention hashtag Real Men Love Frozen, right. but the other thing you know I have to mention is our boy, my man crush, Lynn <laughs> Manuel Miranda. <laughs> so you know I'm going to get something from yeah. that from him in here, and I'm going to go with you're welcome. Um, starring Jordan Fisher and Lynn Manuel Miranda from, of course, uh, the Moana soundtrack and the Moana credits. Honestly, I could go on and on. I could explain every natural phenomenon the tide, the grass, the ground. Oh, that was me. I was messing around. I killed a snake. I buried his guts. Sprouted a tree. Now you got coconuts. What's the lesson? What is the takeaway? Don't mess with Maui when he's on a breakaway. And the tapestry here in my skin
2: is a map of the victories I win. Look where I've been. I make everything happen. Look at that meat mini Maui just tickety tap and singing and scratch and flipping and snap. And People are clapping, and hearing me rapping, bring the chorus back. Hey, girl, in let me say you're welcome to a wonderful world to you.
0: Anyway, I just think this is a, such a fun, kind of more soulful version of that mm-hmm. song. But, uh, you know, who doesn't love, one, Lin-Manuel Miranda, but also Jordan Fisher. I mean, He's yeah. just such a, a classic personality that's within the Disney fold. And I, I just love that version.
1: Yeah, yeah. Good choice. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. So
0: those are Ooh. all our number five Ooh. favorite versions, pop versions of Disney songs. Let's get back over to the Cottons. Camille, what is your number four favorite? Okay.
4: <laughs> well, I also another caveat. I <laughs> I'm very <laughs> indecisive person, and so narrowing down my list was hard. First of all, but then ordering it right, I I can't tell you how I've agonized over the order. <laughs> so take these numbers with a grain of salt. They, right. they aren't my end all be all, sure, and I sure. might change my mind on either. But number four <laughs> is Go the Distance by Michael Bolton. Like a a sucker for um 80s ballads Mm -hmm. people with big hair and (laughs) big voices and this just hits all of my favorite things in
1: songs yeah that definitely fits the bill for sure (laughs) (laughs) so uh, i love
0: it yeah that's a great version for sure yeah that was
1: definitely on my honorable mentions totally understand what you're saying about the ordering like you could do this episode and then 20 minutes from now take those same songs and and you'd probably end up putting them in a different order. So yeah. That's why we revisit some of these
0: lists from time to time, you know, uh, once in a while (laughs) we want to, shake it up a little bit you know see what what how it's changed over a couple years and we'll be doing that with a couple more episodes in the future but um you know that's fun but yeah um michael bolton such a you know it it was one let's go the distance it's such a great song such an inspirational song but then you know michael bolton adds his voice to it and his flair
3: and Mm -hmm. it it really comes across well so that's great so love it good job camille good choice uh jonathan what is your number four So I kind of did the opposite of Camille. I normally agonize over things, but in order to (laughs) not do that, I just did like stream of consciousness once I had my songs, like almost like a Rorschach test. Like, what's the first thing that pops in your head when you put up the number and just went with it and left it. Um, So also take these numbers with a grain of salt. Um, In traditional Hyperion Adventures podcast (laughs) fashion, I have a 4A and 4B on this one. Uh, But I only gave myself one. Um, only one exception on these. So my four A is a whole new world by Pebo Bryson and Regina Bell. Oh. This one um, just reminds me when I was a kid, uh, Aladdin came out, I think I was about four or five. I was obsessed with this movie um, and I even liked the pop version. Uh, so to this day, it still has a little bit of that nostalgia, uh, but I really love kind of the 90s, a little bit overly dramatic, um, not quite power ballad uh, like Michael Bolton, but it still has that like cheese factor. Yeah, right, um, right. That I just absolutely love, absolutely love.
0: Yeah, I think uh, that, that really Disney fell into that with a lot of their their pop versions of their songs from time to time. But
1: that one's yeah, I agree with that. That's a great one. That was on my honorable
0: mention too. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, it seems like somebody would have to have a Peebo Bryson song on this list because it just shouts Disney and, yeah, you know. It does,
3: So that's your 4A <laughs> or 4B? Uh, that was my 4A. And then my 4B, um, going uh, along the, the Moana route, I did How Far I'll Go by Alessia Cara. Mm one I just really like the version of it it's got a nice drive to it but it's different than the kind of drive that the original song has um and again Lorelai loves the soundtracks so and when we get to the very end of the record uh this comes on and it's just got really good energy and it's a lot of fun and of course you know Lin-Manuel random might not be on it but he you know <laughs> definitely played a role in that no question. It, yeah. so that was my my 4b My it nice. yeah
0: that's another one that was on my honorable mentions yeah, and nearly yeah. made my list so, right
1: right uh, another fantastic choice
0: Uh, Great job, guys. Uh, Michelle, what is your number four?
1: Okay, so similar to Jonathan, I did a 4A and 4B, maybe for a little different reason because I had to cut off so many of my favorites into honorable mentions. I just had to finally say, enough. (laughs) I I need six at least. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I'm just happy it's only one list. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, that's true. So, um, and the way I ended up connecting these is they both of the songs come from a Wreck-It Ralph or Ralph kind of uh, film okay all right so my 4a is uh when can I see you again by Al Allison
2: don't close your eyes because your future's ready to shine it's just a
5: matter of time before we learn how to fly
1: so um, uh, that comes from Wreck-It Ralph and and i love the song anyways i love just uh, it's a happy song right brings brings me to a happy place but i also because it um it was part of the our version of it was in the paint the night parade over at disneyland and we got to see that i think we went twice right we went right? twice
0: within like a week oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um where we did they had like a a, a wine and cheese um, offering that you could do and, and have front row seats to watch it. And it was just um just really fun. And, and it just like I said, that song brings me to a happy place. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's great. Now, that one, I, I love the movie, but two, um, that song is great. And mm-hmm. yeah, you, when you add in that,
1: we have that memory along to ties along with it. Um, right. I agree with you. Yeah. Great yeah. So um, my 4B then um comes from. Uh Ralph breaks the internet. Uh so this is kind of a link. Uh Zero by Imagine Dragons. Hello, hello, let me tell you what it's like to be a zero, zero. Let me show you what it's like to always feel me. Don't really know what to say, except that I just love it. I just love I, from the first time I heard it. I just really like it. I like the beat. Uh, I, I love Imagine Dragons anyways, but you know, this is a great song.
0: Yeah, it's got a great song. It's got uh, like, it's catchy and right. um, I love running to it because it's like the perfect pacing of that beat <laughs> to, to keep my legs going. So I, I love that song too. Yeah. so, so Great choices. Well, thank you. you know, of course, in Hyperion Adventures podcast fashion. A four A and a four B. Yeah, but
1: that's it.
3: That's yeah. it. <laughs> and we love when when will I see you again? Um, and we have the same association with the Paint the Night Parade. That's right. probably yeah. our favorite parade. Um, right. And when like COVID first hit and we went into lockdown, at the end of every workday, Lorelai would come down to my little area where I was working, and we would put that up on YouTube, uh, the actual parade. And we did that for, I don't know how many months. It was like the way that we kind of wrapped up the workday. was, wow. we would watch, we call Parade. And so we would watch Parade. And that song uh, usually resulted in a lot of dancing. So yeah. 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 And
1: did Lorelai dance too? <laughs> oh, <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wow, that's anyway. a great story. Definitely, Thank definitely. you. I Thanks hope, for sharing that.
0: hope that parade comes back at some point or some version yeah. of it. I know yeah. that they're game. having some difficulties with it, but I would love to see it. Yeah. You know, I, I know they keep begging at Walt Disney World for a nighttime parade. That would be fun if they could chip it over for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great right. choice. Great choice. Let's back get back over to the cottons. Oh, wait, it's my choice? Oh, my section. Yeah. Yep.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're number four.
0: I can't <laughs> skip over my number four because hashtag real men love frozen. <laughs> <laughs> My number four is the Demi Lovato version of Let It Go. (laughs) now this is only this low because well i mean you can't compare it to the edina menzel right. version i mean i don't know if disney knew what they were going to get from it when they when they put this out i knew they they knew it was going to be a great song um, but when they recorded the Demi Lovato version, I wonder if they thought that was to be the one that was going to climb the charts, and it right. did somewhat. But it just not nothing compared to the powerhouse version of Elsa right. uh, belting it out. But it's still, um, it has that edge. It has that empowering feeling to it, just mm-hmm. in a little bit different way. And I think it's it's a really great version of that song.
1: Exactly.
0: So that is my number four. Back to the Cottons now. Let's get to their number three is Camille. What is your number three? favorite pop version of a Disney song.
4: Okay, this one is a little outside of the normal movies you might think of, but my number three is When Love is Gone by Martina McBride from Muppet Christmas Carol. When
5: love is gone. It was almost love. It was almost always. It was like a fairy tale. We'd live out you and I. And yes, some dreams come true. And yes, some dreams fall. The time has come for us to say goodbye.
4: So I distinctly remember watching this movie growing up as a kid. And whenever the scene came on where Belle sang that song, I was totally uninterested. Most of the time, would fast forward through it. But now as an adult, I. I actually really appreciate that part of the movie and I love that song but they've cut it out of the movie and you can't even watch it anymore. Oh, (laughs) man. And the irony of it is they have this pop version of that song playing in the credits. And if you didn't grow up watching the full version of the movie, you have no idea where that song came from. Yeah, I mean,
0: I don't think, I mean, I've heard it in the credits, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I remember it. You know, I know I saw Muppet Christmas Carol when I was much younger, um, but I don't recall that them singing it within there. So I guess I've only seen the updated versions as well.
1: Wow. Cool.
3: Yeah, it's a whole plot hole where like she's basically breaking up with Ebenezer Scrooge because he loves money more than her. Right. And the scene starts and then all of a sudden just kind of has this awkward transition to like Gonzo and Rizzo crying Um, (laughs) and you're like, "What, what just happened? But yeah, that whole song is gone. And oddly enough, my sister and I used to fast forward that as kids as well.
2: Oh my god! We gosh. thought it was
3: kind of boring, <laughs> and interesting. You're like we're gonna fast forward it, and then sure enough, like now that we're adults, like Disney just cut that version out of like wow. the Blu-ray and the uh, the um, Disney Plus version. Oh wow! Wow, that's that's interesting.
1: That so. is. Yeah, maybe I'll wow. try. Wow, and- feel terrible tier. for that actress. <laughs> I know. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. For sure. So,
0: wow, that's uh, that's interesting. I'm really glad you brought that up, Camille, cuz that's an interesting story. Yeah. Um some of the listeners out there may remember it and, and uh, be like, "Oh yeah, that's right. That's cool." So, uh thank you very much. That's great. And it's Love so it.
1: great that the, both of you were doing the same thing as kids. That's awesome. More like Greece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Very nice. Great. Another great pick by Camille. Um, uh, Let's go ahead and get to Jonathan and see what his number three favorite pop version of a Disney song is.
3: All right. So for my number three, I have Reflection by Christina Aguilera. (laughs) As good of a story as the Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, <laughs> I just like this one. It reminds me of the 90s. Um, and then also, I think I kind of fell back in love with the song when I was in Shanghai. Um, they played up Mulan a lot, um, whether it was in some of the parades um, or other things going on. So while I was there in my hotel room by myself, uh, I remember watching it, uh, Mulan, on the TV there. Um, so I kind of have that song in that movie associated with that trip and uh, just a lot of fun memories there.
0: Oh, very cool. Yeah. That was uh, my number two. So I, I, it was also on my list as well. I think that's a, a fantastic song, right. uh, you know, and, um, really kind of springboarded Christina Aguilera's career. I mean, she'd, you know, she'd done some stuff. Mm-hmm. She'd obviously been in the, the new Mickey Mouse Club and everything, but th- that was the song that kind of launched her um, where she started really becoming a superstar. Yeah, um,
1: individual artist. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm.
0: So um, really, really nice choice. And I liked, I like the uh, original version more than I liked the newer one they did for the live action Mulan that mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. sang as well,
1: um, which is still good, but right. I like the original version personally yeah. better. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, and that song was on my list and i thought for sure it was going to stay on the list and but it did get bumped. oh i didn't make it on your list well it's Mm. on my honorable honorable mentions mentions. yeah it was it was on there and i think it was pretty high on my list but then as i started you know looking through things and you know oh yeah i forgot about that one i forgot about that then Mm -hmm. it kept yeah i understand my list shuffled several times as well so i get it it. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: All right. I love it. Uh, back to Michelle. Michelle, what is your number
1: three favorite
0: version, pop
1: version of a Disney song? Okay. This one, I don't think it's one that you would normally think of. So this one might throw you off on if you were to like yeah, a list of
0: something on your <laughs> list will throw me off. <laughs> yeah. it's shocking.
1: Um, and I have a little side story to tell about it, but it's not necessarily why I picked it, but it's um, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing by Aerosmith. <laughs> You're right. It did throw me out <laughs> completely. Um, you know, from the movie Armageddon. Uh, and the funny thing is, I didn't see that film, although I, a lot of people just say great things. That and The more I started, you know, researching this, I was like, I really should watch that. But I've always loved this song. I mean, I'm a big fan of, also of Aerosmith. Um, but just the, like, the raw passion you know, that comes through in the lyrics and the song. And and it's funny because I, this is just a total aside. It has nothing to do with Disney, but I just remember, and I can't remember how it started in a conversation, but you were talking with your son, Nick, about this song mm-hmm. and and talking about, you know, that really shows, you know, the song is really talking about such love of somebody, mm-hmm. that, you know.
0: Yeah, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's, <laughs> It's that song that finally got Aerosmith to the top of the charts. They had to do that power ballad to get there, but they finally got there. But um, yeah, I mean, um, the movie itself... I don't know if you really need to see it. I mean, mean, it's, it's the kind of early nineties cheese, you know, you know, a disaster movie type thing. But, um, but that song, I mean, that is a really good song. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You don't really, yeah. You don't really think Disney with this. Yeah. Rock and roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Well, exactly.
3: Exactly. And I had that CD as a kid and I think I bought it just for that single. So I had the Armageddon soundtrack. Nice. um, So, you have my support. Thanks. There you Yay. Go. Nice.
1: <laughs> all right. So we're at your number three. I have to re- get,
0: recover here after that choice. But <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs>
0: uh, my number three, again, we you know uh, Pebo Bryson has to make another mm-hmm. entry into our yeah. list here. And so he's going to do it with Celine Dion, of all people and Beauty and the Beast. This was such a smash hit. It's not as good, in my opinion, as the Angela Lansbury mm-hmm. version, but it still, it has that factor that we talked about earlier, you know, that just kind of that pop factor, that duet, right? you know, power ballad mm-hmm. version of it that I just think is is really strong. And it climbed the charts as well. And I, I you know, I was listening back to it and I'm right. like, yeah, yeah, you know, it stands up. It's really, really good. So yeah. that's why I had to make my list.
1: Yeah, it definitely it was also on my list. And that was, I think, where I got to my breaking point when I had to take that one off the right. list. Um, and interestingly, you talk about Angela Lansbury. And when I was, you know, online looking at the songs, I did find that um, in there's a clip online that you can see from the Academy Awards that year. And actually, Angela Lansbury is also with both Celine Dion and Peebo Bryson. So she starts the song and ends it and they they do their duet in the middle of it. And it's really very touching to see.
4: Oh, cool. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: Right? Very cool. Yeah. I like that. So
0: that was my number three. Let's get back to Camille. Camille, and your number two favorite pop version of a Disney song.
4: Well, we're on the same wavelength, Tom, because my number two is Beauty and the Beast by Celine Dion and Peebo Bryson. Yes. I was a huge Celine Dion fan as a young teen, of course, because of Titanic, which came out when I was in eighth <laughs> grade. And then, you know, you just fall in love with the movie and the singer. And then I just bought her records and listened to them all the time. But this will always hold a special place in my heart, specifically because of Celine.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, she's amazing. Amazing yeah. performer. She's got a heck of a voice. Yeah. <laughs> oh. and- yeah i hope
0: he didn't bruise your chest the way she did when she used to you know when you were singing those titanic songs you know? <laughs> uh but yeah it's just a, such a lovely version yeah, so, yeah we're simpatico yeah. i like that man yeah, very nice cool. very cool. nice cool. uh so jonathan what is your number two version all right so
3: number two hashtag real men love frozen um i've got into the unknown by panic at the disco
2: into the Unknown!
3: saw this movie in the theater i believe we saw it on thanksgiving day uh, with my family and that song came on in the credits and i mean the movie was already incredible but i was just floored like by that opening line um it had just a punch in the gut in terms of like energy and then brendan's voice is just so incredible um i i'm pretty sure as soon as we all got back to my parents plates. like we all were like, let's go put that on. We need to hear it again because right. it was that good. So we were all just standing in the kitchen listening to that song um, again. So I think it it's a close rival to the original uh, version. Um, but yeah, I really like that one.
0: Yeah. And this was one of my. Spoiler alert! One of my number ones <laughs> because hashtag real man love Frozen, um, but yeah, the rock edge to it. I mean, it really comes through as a a powerful rock song. Um, I I do and really really love that version and the way they power through it. It's it's really really good. I mean, I I I I, I tough as tough it is to me to discredit anything that Queen Elsa does. um, I, I almost agree with you, Jonathan, that that version may be even better than the actual within the story film version of it.
1: Yeah. And that's cool. How, you know, you had that connection with your family. You know, that's one, you know, one of the things we, when we talk about Disney, you know, it's, it's not just the one experience it's it's the shared experiences that you have even after like you know whether you're seeing the film or going to the parks it's it's that that joy that comes on afterwards mm-hmm. too so, cool go. i love it that's a great choice yeah you know? <laughs> very
0: good michelle what is your number 2 Favorite pop version of a Disney song.
1: Okay. I think again this one, and it wasn't intentional to throw you off, but I think this one will throw you off. I hadn't thought about it. It didn't come when first coming to mind, but as I was researching and saw this as like, and listened to it again and was like, oh yeah, this gotta make my list. And I love it so much. And it's uh Live to Rise by Soundgarden from the Avengers. It just has that great rock sound to it. And um, yeah, love it.
0: That's definitely going to be the hardest rocking song, I'm pretty sure, on our list. But we'll <laughs> see. No, there's still a couple more to go here. But uh, that one, that one goes for sure, yeah. Oh,
1: thanks. Uh, Again, caught me completely off guard. See, yeah, like I said, I wasn't trying to, but again, when I was, you know, and and it's like what we were saying before on any given day. So, as I was listening to some of these songs during my research, I was like, yeah, that's got to make the list, at least for that day. So.
0: Who knew Michelle was such a grunge fan? You know? Little <laughs> <Yes. laughs> little secret. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Great choice. Oh, thank uh, you. So number we're, you're number choice. two, right? Uh, my number two, we already went through because it was a uh, reflection by you know, Christina Aguilera from Mulan. So now we can get down to the nitty gritty and get to the number ones. Ooh. Yes, Camille. What is your All number right. one? All right.
4: Well, Jonathan stole my
3: number one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> spoiler alert, you stole my number one. <laughs> 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 <It's
2: already> <laughs>
4: <tough>. <laughs> <laughs> well, my number one is the Panic at the disco version of Into the Unknown. And like Jonathan said, I'll never forget sitting in the theater. He starts singing those first lines of the song. I think my jaw literally dropped. And <laughs> I was like, who is this? Mm-hmm. And I remember us all kind of looking at each other mm-hmm. in the row, like, are you hearing what I'm hearing? <laughs> it just blew me away. And I I think I do like that version better than the version from yeah. the movie, which mm-hmm. I feel like is a little blasphemous to say about Elsa. <laughs> but it's just the, and it's a different enough version of the song too, right. that it's, mm-hmm. you could listen to them both and love them both because right. they're very different. Right, right.
0: Yeah, I mean the the Elsa version, you know the Dina Menzel version, mm-hmm. it has kind of the heart and the questioning. It tells the story that they're trying to accomplish mm-hmm. there, where, um, and it does within the w- within the Panic at the Disco version as well. But it just drives and goes, and it just it's this it's a great rock song, and I, that's why I think I like
3: it too. So yeah, there we go, yeah. nice choice,
0: cool. uh, Jonathan. What is your number one?
3: All right, so number one, I'm going Beauty and the Beast by Celine Dion and Peebo Bryson um and i had this at my number 1 a because i just it brings back like core memories mm-hmm. of being a kid and this movie and loving the movie and the soundtrack um but i'm pretty sure i don't know this as a hard fact but i'm pretty sure this was the first ever disney pop version of a song to appear in the credits um they started doing music in the credits in the 80s uh, but i think this is the first time that they had an alternate version sung by a pop star so it had to be my number one if this was the one that opened the door for all these other versions sure and then another fun fact apparently um, they got celine dion but she was kind of up and coming and they didn't think she was a big enough star to really have that name recognition <laughs> so they put people bryson on there to be like hey we, we kind of need some name recognition and now today i feel like if you would be like oh you know who do you know people bryson or celine dion right. like celine dion's the yeah. household name <laughs> right but- Apparently, they, they were trying to hedge their bet there a little
0: bit. Oh, wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't see Peebo Bryson, you know, taking over Caesar's Palace nah. for <laughs> <the last laughs> months, years. Um, but no, that's a uh, yeah. That's interesting stuff. Good fun facts there. I appreciate yeah. that. Oh, I yeah, it. awesome. I love the knowledge, Bringing the knowledge. I taper. know.
1: I you, you you both need to come back on for another episode where you're you know, you've researched something. <laughs> 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 you know, like We do
4: love research like Michelle. Oh. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Great choices. Great
0: choices. Let's get back to Michelle's list. Michelle, this should be interesting. (laughs) What
1: is your number one favorite pop version of a Disney song? All right. So this one is um, much more traditional of what you would think in this topic. And it's uh, Someday by All for One from uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. (laughs) it's it's just such a beautiful ballad it's just so heartfelt and um yeah i just love it uh-huh. and just the music from that film yeah i mean it all is so good
0: that yeah. might, I mean, think of what you want about the story itself mm-hmm. and you know it can be it is quite dark um but the music just it is so mm-hmm. good top to bottom I and mean, we mentioned it many times on this show it's right. one of my favorites just standalone soundtracks for sure
1: right yeah yeah, yeah. definitely great so. choice
0: great choice
1: all right so. i i do
0: have another number one i was wow. prepared for someone to steal my number one <laughs> so i have a 1b uh, all there, right there you go and as we all know <laughs> Real <men love> frozen. <laughs> <laughs> so my 1b was lost in the woods by weezer oh! Jonathan Groff, the Kristoff version, mm-hmm. of course, is so good, and it plays out so well on the screen. <laughs> it is one of my favorite parts of Frozen yeah. Two, yeah. Uh, for sure. But I love the Weezer version as well. Because Weezer, it just it, it, it fits perfectly for them because they love to have this kind of nostalgic '80s slash '90s, mm-hmm. you know, throwback feel to their music a lot. And I just fit it, it fits them so well. And I think they played this song and did it some real they did some serious justice right in their version of it as well and i had to because I, I love both versions if they pop on the radio i'm going to listen to both and probably belt them out and <laughs> try to, to sing all the parts um Either version, so it, it just had to be one of my number ones. Yeah,
1: good choice, sweetie. Thanks. I love
3: Weezer, love that version. It probably would have made my list. I just didn't want to have two from the same movie because I was trying to spread around the love. But yeah, it's it's a such a great version and it's on point for them and their vibe for right. sure.
0: So those are our five favorite well, lists. Did you, anybody have any honorable mentions they wanted to throw out there by a chance? Well, of course. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. Go ahead, uh, Camille. You have some first.
4: Yes, I do, I have, I limited it to one honorable mention, and this would have made my top five list, but it didn't exactly fit my criteria. It's eye to eye from a goofy movie. Yeah. That song, but again, my criteria was it had to be a character singing it in the movie and then a pop star singing right. it in the credits. And I couldn't quite justify <laughs> Powerline <laughs> singing it again in the credits because he sang it in the movie. But right. that is my honorable mention, yeah. It's
0: kind of the way I felt yeah. about it as well. But, yeah. um, yeah, well, who doesn't love Eye to Eye? It's yeah. so good, such a great song for sure, and such a great movie. Love that movie,
2: yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. That's great choice. Uh, Jonathan, <laughs> do you have any honorable mentions?
3: I do, I do, Um, and I followed Camille's same criteria. When we were kind of generating ideas, um, we basically just said, all right, that's gonna be the criteria for what we choose, otherwise it'll just open it up too much. But I have to include um, All For Love from The Three Musketeers by Sting, Brian Adams, and Rod Stewart.
2: Now it's all for love!
3: is absolutely, a, like, late 80s, early 90s right. love ballad. Um, I loved when it would come on at the end of the movie. Um, and they, on the VHS, they actually had, once you got to the end of the credits, they showed the music video, um, which yeah. you can find it on YouTube. But it is, like, it just seems like a, a few dads that got together <laughs> and, like, did some, like, dad rock. Um, and they're so into it. Um, and it's an absolutely cheesy love ballad. And again, I mean, it's seeing Brian Adams and Rod Stewart. Right. It's like they just got together, like after doing some grilling or something, and <laughs> dropping the kids off at school, and decided to crank this thing out. So if you get a chance, watch the music video if you, if that's your if that's your thing. Yeah, I definitely, definitely gotta to,
0: check that out yeah. for sure. That sounds fun. That's so, cool. I'm, that's I'm cool. I'm a child of the '80s. I love '80s music, so that's right up right, my alley for right. sure. <laughs> Cool, cool. Any other album mentions from you too?
1: No,
3: no. We, we kept them to one. Otherwise, nice. just we'd be on here forever. forever right? uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Michelle, what about you?
1: Um, I think yeah. you mentioned some of the ones throughout that other people had on their list, which were all great. Uh, the, the one other one I had um, is Can You Feel the Love, Elton John? Can you feel the love tonight?
5: I was late. It's enough to make kings and vagabonds believe the very
2: best.
5: It's enough to make kings and vagabonds believe.
1: She kind of thought that was going to make a list anyways but yeah yeah you know. yeah nearly Jesus, made my list yeah it's really yeah. great version Same. for sure Same. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah i love it um i have a couple here that i want to get to um colors of the wind from vanessa williams of course from the pocahontas soundtrack is is a great version yeah. of that uh also and i was just actually i didn't even think of it until michelle mentioned her stuff from uh, Wreck-It Ralph and mm-hmm. uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Um, but the version of a place called Slaughter Race um, that I was trying to look it up as we were here and it's done by, I think it's her name is Julia Michaels. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you listen to the credits and listen to that version of that song, you know, um, um, it's sung within it um, by Vanellope, but they have a great version of it that's in the credits. Mm-hmm. Uh, go and mm-hmm. ch- check it out because it's really, really good. So thank you for inspiring me to add that to my honorable mentions. Cool. it's It's a fun, fun version. Yeah, yeah great job everybody I think we hit a lot of wonderful music yeah it's, it's great to see you know how Disney likes to kind of hit across the board here yes of course they have all this great music within the, the films themselves but all these wonderful stars that are happy to come in and cut all these amazing tunes amazing different versions for us all to enjoy and I think we we hit a really good cross section of them all yeah yeah
1: but, although there's so many that we could definitely do a volume two of this oh well
0: we'll keep that just in the saying. We'll, we'll keep that <laughs> somewhere penciled into we'll find a place
1: in the calendar for that for sure so
0: um guys thanks for joining us your lists were fantastic yeah, this is so fun yeah thanks
1: for having us on it's
4: always a joy to talk to you
0: too
3: yeah, no we really appreciate it it was an honor to get to do a top five music list with y'all All All
2: right. bucket list item All right. <laughs> wow <laughs> uh, that is that's high praise
0: yes that's high praise <laughs> yeah. um before we let you go, I mean, you guys do some great things within the Disney community. I know Jonathan, we'll start with you and your social media. You can find him <laughs> at Vinyl and Disney on Instagram. Um, if you're interested in album collecting at all, um, you put some really great stuff out there. You want to tell tell the listeners a little bit about that?
3: Oh, sure. Um, oddly enough, I originally joined Instagram years ago because... Um, I volunteered with our youth group and that was just like we'd hang out with students they'd be like oh post that on instagram and so i had the account for that and then one day like i took a picture of a record and like got likes from people that i didn't know and then <laughs> discovered this whole vinyl community i'm like what well, this is gonna be my thing now um and it actually became the way that i discovered new music was what other people were posting um so a lot of what i post is just what I'm listening to. And it's a mixture of Disney records, um, of which I have quite a few and then just anything that I'm interested in, um, across genres and decades. So, and it
4: should be noted that Jonathan is a musician, so he has some creds there.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he has a lot of cred for
0: sure. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, About you have a guesstimate on how many albums you have now?
3: It's over five hundred. I know that. Wow, it's
0: it's always so cool to see. I'm always interested to see what 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 you're listening to, what album. I, I always love from from growing up. You know, when albums. I mean, obviously, obviously, vinyl has come back. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. when I was growing up, um, you know, vinyl wasn't the a huge deal, and the album covers and everything. You know, and I would, I would, I loved when vinyl started to go away, and you could go to the record shops and get like. A, you know five to seven amazing albums for you know 20 to 30 dollars that was like one of my favorite yep. things yeah. to do um but i just love albums because the the cover art is so fantastic mm-hmm. I, that's why i love when you showcase them right. on 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 social media because it's so cool to see and i
3: love the disney um i feel like initially they kind of were just putting out some picture discs as a like well let's do this maybe somebody will buy them and then realize like, oh no there's a big community that loves this right. let's make sure like quality is good and let's hype up the releases like the lead up to d23 you know the number of new things coming out including i'm really excited about the hocus pocus soundtrack Mm -hmm. and um the enchanted soundtrack yeah but there's a lot of great things that are coming out but i feel like they've really embraced that and it's not an afterthought it's actually a priority now so i just i'm all about it and, and loving it yeah it's yeah. one of the
0: things and this is we are recording this as the d23 expo is going on but um we'll say one of the things that uh, we we missed about going there is we always liked going to the the, the music section there and they yes. uh, they did have some of the great vinyl there and then we'd always love to check it out and we we consider it we haven't you know actually gotten into the collecting vinyl yeah. yet but we always consider it every
1: time we see some of these uh, great picture discs that they show there i know it, sure. it's hard to not be a part of that yeah but it, it's like okay it's a whole nother Collection to yeah. start. <laughs> we, need- we can't control oh, ourselves. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: so Camille, you also do even more amazing things within the Disney community. Right? Let's talk about your small business, uh, Castle Bound and Downed. Uh, tell our listeners a little bit about that.
4: Sure. I uh, I have a small clothing shop, and I make Disney clothing, mostly for kids, um, but some adult items too. And they're you know based on Disney bounding, so they're not replicas of costumes that you see mm-hmm. people in the movies or in the parks wear, but um, just my interpretations of them uh, and different spins on clothing items that you can wear and still feel like you're one of the Disney characters.
0: It's really fantastic. Yeah. stuff. If you have to go check it out, because I, I think we've talked about it before a couple of times on the show, we actually profiled you as a small business here one time at one point, but um Really, it's it's gorgeous stuff. Wouldn't you agree, Michelle? Yeah,
1: I I totally agree. And and the the uniqueness of it that makes it really special is that you are capturing the whole essence. But it's not like a costume of a replica, like you said. It's but it there. It's beautiful work. It's it's so well thought out. Um, your color schemes are always spot on too. It's just uh, I know when I see the 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 pictures of things, it's like first of all, it's always like oh, I. I really want that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even the ones for the kids. It's like, yeah, not a kid size about fits you. Kind of. So. <laughs> <laughs> My legs length would probably <laughs> fit the yeah. bill, but but no, it yes. is just stunning work and so well you can tell the quality of it is just so amazing that um, definitely, definitely fabulous work. And
0: Lorelai well, is, yeah. yeah, is the cutest <laughs> model.
1: Yeah, and Lorelai the model.
0: And you too. You yeah, model you are, some of your yeah. adult stuff. That yeah, you, both you of you. So yeah. it's really good. So uh, where can people find your, your
4: stuff? Sure. Um, I have an Instagram account, Castle Bound and Down, and I have a link to my Etsy shop as well as a Facebook group where I sell some items as well.
0: And we'll put links into in our show notes right. uh, where you can find them easily. When uh, if you are looking for that kind of stuff, because really it is it is it you'll even just to look at even if you're not really thinking about purchasing just to look at it's amazing work. So uh, thank you, yeah, yeah. That's so kind of. Yeah. you. And you started that right before the pandemic, right?
4: So. I did. A really terrible time to start a business.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it looks but like it's been w- a lot of fun. It, it looks like a labor of love, and it yeah. looks like it's really worked yeah. out for you well. So that's yeah. awesome. So, uh, guys, thanks again so much for joining us. Yeah. We're going to make this more of a frequent thing because we love talking with you in general. Um, so, we'll come up with some more yeah. topics, maybe some more five favorite lists. Sometime, yeah,
2: I'm sure. definitely. I'm sure Michelle has we, something in
1: yeah, That'd yeah, so yeah. Totally agree with Tom. We need to have you back on. Um, we need Lorelai's list sometime too in the near future. <laughs> and we we <laughs> Maybe appreciate yeah, and we appreciate that you share her dance videos <laughs> from time to time, especially the ones associated with the with our podcast. We really appreciate that.
4: Well, she loves it. We listen to your podcast every weekend together when we're eating breakfast, and anytime there's music, Lorelai jumps up from the table and goes and dances and then comes back and keeps eating. Nice. <laughs> Perfect,
1: I love it. A little dance Kinda break.
2: Kind like him. you. One yeah, point where
3: she can anticipate the bumper music. Like <laughs> if you're done with the topic and then the bumper music comes in, it hasn't even started and we'll be sitting there and she jumps up and we're like, there's no music, what are you doing? And then, all yeah. of a sudden, like it starts. <laughs> I think you can just tell from your tone of your voice when you're wrapping up an idea like, oh, it's about to come. Wow. And, you you know,
4: better get ready. So. Yeah. I love it. Oh, that's, that's so
0: great. awesome. That's awesome. Guys, uh, thanks again. Really appreciate yeah. it. And we're looking forward to the next time we get
3: to visit with you. We
4: are too.
3: Thank you. Thanks, y'all. <laughs>
0: Well, that was so much fun. Always great to yeah. get together with Jonathan and Camille. And of course, Lorelai, our cutest Hyperion adventurer yeah. for sure. So that was a, a very, very best. fun segment. And as you may have noticed, it, it was so funny because we reached out to them right afterwards. You know, they mentioned the fact that Muppet Christmas Carol and <laughs> yeah. you know, the song is, you know, when love is gone and how it would have been edited out of Muppet <laughs> Christmas Carol. And then literally like three hours later, they're holding the muppets panel at d23 expo and they announced that they're <laughs> restoring the entire video coming and it's coming back on disney plus with that song being included in the so middle funny. of it so it was just it was just hilarious timing yeah
1: it really was hilarious timing that that like you said that it happened that ex- same exact day that we recorded it was so, so. funny i was just
0: uh, i couldn't believe it when i saw that happen yeah. so that was amazing. By the way, we did get uh, someone who reached out to us. I imagine they got this from the newsletter and they wanted to add their five favorite list to this. This came from, again, Scott in Minnesota reaching out to us. He said, hey there, Tom and her royal Michelness. <laughs> That's true, she is. I'm, no. I'm, I'm going to make a plaque for that. And, uh, oh, and put that on her new throne yeah. that she we're assembling this week. Uh, put that on there. Uh, first of all, I typically don't care for the Disney songs during the end credits. Call me a purist. Call me an old curmudgeon. You're an old curmudgeon. So. <laughs> no. I just tend to like the cinematic versions much better. Maybe, I kind of go
1: with that thought, right. thought process. I think we've too. mentioned
0: that too, but yeah. uh, you know, even through that segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they take me back to that moment in time better than the pop versions do. Whatever it is, I don't know, but there it is. Anywho, here are my top five Disney pop songs. Number five, You'll Be In My Heart by Phil mm-hmm. Collins, of course, from Tarzan. Yeah. We mentioned this one already, Circle of Life, number four, Mm -hmm. uh, by Elton John from The Lion King. Uh, This is one of our favorites. It didn't come up in the list, but we love this song. You know that. Number three, Try Everything by Shakira from Zootopia. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of Scott's favorite songs. Number two, Life is a Highway by Rascal Flatts from Cars. Mm Mm-hmm. And number one was When Will I See You Again by Owl City from Wreck It Ralph when it was on Michelle's list as yeah.
2: well. Good so choices.
0: He says, So there it is, the ultimate Disney pop songs list. Put it on your playlist on repeat. So yeah. Very good. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. So, yeah, great songs all the way around. Yeah. For sure. Nice. For sure. Thanks
1: for sending that in.
0: I don't have much for you as far as the Disney stories of the week. I think that they did so much at D23 that they're just kind of taking a little break this week. But I do have one thing for you. And that is the Walt Disney Company had a nice week at this year's big award ceremony for television excellence. Yes. This straight from a Walt Disney Company press release. They say... The Walt Disney Company won 26 Primetime Emmy Awards across its content brands and studios, including ABC Entertainment, Disney Plus, Disney Television Studios, 20th Television, and ABC Signature FX, FX Productions, Hulu Originals, Lucasfilm Limited, Marvel Studios. They have so much stuff. Yeah. National Geographic content, Searchlight Television, and Walt Disney Studios. Uh, including the Creative Arts Emmy Awards, which took place on Saturday, September 10th, Disney streaming platforms earned 19 wins, with Hulu and Disney Plus receiving 10 and 9 awards, respectively, and Disney Television Studios receiving 12. So a whole lot of Emmy Awards Going out to the various different branches within the Walt Disney Company, for sure. Here's uh, some of the highlights of that. Disney Plus and Walt Disney Studios' The Beatles' Get Back swept all its nominated categories, including Outstanding Documentary or Nonfiction Series. I know that's one of our favorites. Yeah. For sure. We actually are talking about going and rewatching that again sometime very very soon. Mm -hmm.
1: I think when I was uh, alone in San Diego while you were out here, with the uh, post office job i was starting to watch it a little yeah. bit and just appreciate it even more mm-hmm. so we're going to watch that
0: again very soon another thing we want to watch again very soon is uh, the disney plus original chip and dale rescue rangers yeah. was named outstanding television movie as the first best program win for the streamer and the first time ever that an animated film has won in that category that's so pretty exciting cool. Animated live action. It was a nice, nice crossover for that film. Right, but we right. love that movie. Yeah, that such a it's, cute movie.
1: Oh, it's cute and, and smart. I love the humor yeah, in it. It yeah. was fun. It was a fun movie for
0: sure. Uh, Hulu Originals tied its previous record of 10 wins, including first for Amanda Seyfried for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Limited or Anthology Series or Movie for Hulu 20th Century Fox and search excuse me, 20th Century Television and Searchlight Television's The Dropout. Uh, Michael Keaton, won outstanding lead actor in a limited or anthology series or movie in Hulu and 20th Television's Dope Sick. Uh, and Nathan Lane, won outstanding guest actor in a comedy series for Hulu and 20th Television's Only Murders in the Building. Another one of our oh, favorite that's shows. Awesome.
1: Yeah, that show.
0: We love that one very much. Uh, ABC and 20th television, another show we love 20th televisions Abbott elementary garnered three wins, including outstanding writing for a comedy series for star creator and executive producer, uh, Quinta Brunson and outstanding supporting actress in a comedy series for Cheryl Lee Ralph. So that show that we love that show. We love
1: that show. Um, It definitely deserved the awards that it received. Also like that, that, that they give back on that show. Right. They really give to teachers and you know help supply them with, with um you know school supplies and everything. So just love yeah, that. They're doing things for a good cause as well, not just talking about being
0: a teacher. They're actually helping teachers out. That's right. great for sure. Uh, also I'm happy to say that Disney legend Chadwick Bozeman won an Emmy for mm-hmm. outstanding character voice over performance for his work in Marvel's What If. Of course, that's the Disney Plus animated series. Um, so happy that he got awarded for that. He should have won yeah. the Oscar a few years back, right? But I'm so glad that he he got this Emmy posthumously. Unfortunately, but uh, couldn't have been happier for Chadwick.
1: Yeah, like you said, well deserved, little past due. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved his brother's acceptance. Yeah, the Disney Legends yeah. ceremony. Right, yeah. right. It was just very touching yes for sure for sure so that's it. Not much for the Disney
0: stories of the week. Oh, well, there's but, one other. Oh, Michelle just has a, a Disney one. story. Michelle always has the best Disney stories yeah, right. of the week.
1: <laughs> Michelle, what is your Disney story of the uh, week? It's more of an announcement, <laughs> but just that... Uh, it's barely a concept. <laughs> that's right. The, anything I say is barely a concept that's a given. Um, no, that the Disney company announced that the Disney Dream is going to be uh, sailing out of Miami all year now. Yeah, so that's, yeah. We knew
0: that's... they were moving down there, and so it, it sounds like that that is going to be their semi-permanent home. Right,
1: now, right, right. So that's pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah. We
0: still haven't sailed on the dream. We have to fill it. We, we, we've done the other, well, the other three original ships. We've done the right. fantasy. We did the wonder. We've done the magic. Um, we just never had the chance to do, well, we've had the chance, but we've never taken advantage right. of the chance to do the dream. Right. So we still need to do the dream at some point, And of course, but we're probably will knock off the wish before we do the dream. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about, yeah. we'll see how that goes.
1: Well, and I think part of that too, uh, is that now that we're in Florida and it's, you know, we would probably do the shorter cruises. Right. So. And so that's the other thing about why we haven't, people are
0: like, why haven't you done the dream? It seems like that's a logical one. It's like, you know, not that we haven't ever done short cruises, but we tend to focus more on the longer cruises we like seven days or more Mm -hmm. and so the three and four days just haven't and a distinct appeal to us to fly all the way out here and right. do those. Uh, but now that we lived here, yeah, we were more likely to do yeah. some of those shorter cruises for sure. So uh, dream is a possibility. But like I said, I have a feeling we'll knock out the wish before right. we get to the dream. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. You never know. You never know. So now that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, well, we always start with Michelle because she's wonderful, awesome, <laughs> all things great in the world. You heard, just so heard sweet. she has the best Disney stories of the <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah. You know she has the best list. You just heard that too. But she definitely has the very best tips. So, Michelle, what is your tip of the week? Well,
1: you're so sweet. Well, if you're traveling to Walt Disney World and staying on property and you have a little one that you really think probably still would benefit from having side rails on the bed, um, you can you can arrange for that through the Disney Uh, resorts. And the ways that you can do that, you can either call the Disney Resorts Hotel Reservations Help Center, and you could do that in advance. You could do the chat feature on uh, on the My Disney Experience app. Uh, You could also email the help center that you want that, or you can wait till you arrive and ask at the front desk. Very cool. That's good stuff. Yeah. That is
0: important for some kids. You know, and you know they may not stay on those beds. You right, know? right. I'm you know, rolling off, yeah, of yeah, team, yeah.
1: So just. You know, if you have, if in doubt, ask for them. Yeah,
0: for sure. So Michelle's tip, always the best <laughs> tip. Uh, my tip this week is, well, we've talked a few times about the fun that can be had at the Walt Disney resorts at things like, you know, the Chip and Dale campfire sing along right. or, you know, movies under the stars or whatever. But, and you know, if you're staying on resort, yeah, those things are available for you whenever right. you're there. Uh, but did you know that you don't even need to be staying at a resort to enjoy those things? Yeah. Yeah. You could be staying off property mm-hmm. and still go to the Chippendale Campfire Sing Along or to the movies under the stars right. at one of these resorts. You just have to find your way to get to these resorts. Right. You won't be able to park there just for those reasons. Exactly. So you will have to find a place to park. One thing you might consider doing is going to Disney Springs and taking a bus from there over right. to one of the resorts. That's probably the easiest way to do it. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can go to Ticket and Transportation, pay for parking or whatever right. and find a way, roundabout way to get there. But, you know, who wants to necessarily do that? So there are ways to do that. And, you know, it'd just be a fun way to, you know, if you're staying off property to do a little extra Disney, if you're just... Living here locally, when in Florida, I want to right. drive up and have a little Disney in your life for yeah. very little money. It's a great way to bring the little ones to the campfire, or the movies under the stars, or whatever, exactly. and just you know take it all in and have some fun. So, uh, take advantage of that. Very good tip, honey. Thank you, sweetheart. So, that's it for this week. Well, next week, well, we have a special trip planned to the Walt Disney World Resort this week. That is going to check something off of our bucket list. Mm-hmm. We'll keep the exact details of what that yeah. is. A little quiet for right now, mm. though you'll probably find out if you follow us on social media <laughs> during the week. Right. We may a little bit a little bit of that slip. But either way, we will definitely be talking about it next mm-hmm. week. Yeah. Um, we'll also uh, probably have some thoughts, I'm sure, about this little Disney Plus series that's coming out, something Star Wars-y. Uh,
3: yeah. Something like Andor
0: or something like that. We may talk and a little or. bit about that. Andor. <laughs> we already have what if. What <laughs> if and or. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll probably That's talk nice. a little bit about that as well. So uh, looking forward to that. that'll be fun mm-hmm. next week, for sure. So, as for today's show, we appreciate that you joined us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, Hyperionventrispodcast dot com. And while you're there,
1: Please sign up for the newsletter. We don't share your email address with anybody, and we just love to share information with you. That's
0: very true. Please sign up for the newsletter. It's just another great way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. Another great way is to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group.
1: And if you're on it already, please tell a friend.
0: Please tell a friend. It's it's a lot of fun, and we want uh, as many people as possible to get involved for all that positivity. Also, we are on YouTube. If you want to find us there, just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventurers Podcast and hit subscribe. You'll know whenever we have a new video. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, HyperionAdventuresPodcast at gmail.com.
1: Right. And speaking of telling a friend, we really would love if you tell a friend or family member about our podcast. Yep, that's the easiest way to get the word out that this show exists.
0: And if you want to take even more time to give us a rating or a review, those would definitely be appreciated as well. So that's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.